Welcome to Cut the Chaos, the podcast that teaches you to cut through the noise, take back control of your life, and create a future you love. I'm your host, professional certified coach, Sandra Jarvis. Let's do this. Welcome to Cut the Chaos. I'm excited today to introduce to you another coach. And today's coach is Denise Vernieri. She is a life and business coach for yoga teachers and coaches and holistic practitioners. And she's here to talk to us today about being worthy of wealth. Welcome, Denise. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for inviting me here to chat with your audience. And yeah, I am very passionate about um, worthiness and wealth as it pertains specifically to the community that I work in, especially because um, a lot of holistic practitioners, you know, people that would kind of identify as, you know, maybe more spiritual, there's a lot of, you know, I would say, um, I would say thought errors around wealth (laughs) and (laughs) it's putting it nicely. There's a lot (laughs) of different thoughts and different perspectives on wealth and doing this kind of transformational work that coaches do, that yoga teachers do, that energy workers do, um, and charging an appropriate amount for their services and for their gift. And so it's kind of been my rally cry for a really long time now that, you know, who better really than, than yoga teachers and coaches and healers to make a living doing this work because this work, there's no more powerful work in my mind. Like there's no more important work. And just to give you a little idea, like I didn't come out of the, you know, out of my trainings thinking like, oh yes, we should all be rich. But um, Because my own journey was, I was a a New York city teacher for 17 years and I absolutely love the kids. I loved my craft. I taught high school English for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I learned with a lot of my students, especially even early on, was that so many of them had these dreams and these aspirations, but they would talk themselves out of it, not even consciously, it was very unconscious, but they wouldn't even allow themselves to dream so big. They would kind of like cut themselves off at the knees because they didn't think that they were worthy of it. And I was very young when I worked with, yeah, and I was very young when I worked with a particular population of, of students that were considered at risk. And I learned this lesson very early on, how powerful our thoughts are about ourselves being worthy. Um, I saw it with my students. And when I became a yoga teacher, it was no different with adults. I saw the same thing happening in the yoga studio with students that came to just take classes with me. And then when I transitioned into doing yoga teacher trainings, and then I was mentoring yoga teachers um, with their businesses, it was all the same it was a lot of the same coaching that I would have given a lot of my high school students, which is mm. around this idea of worthiness. Because if you don't believe that you are worthy of the vision that you have for your life, if you don't believe that you are worthy of wealth, if you don't believe that you are worthy of joy, um, if yes. you have a belief that, oh, it can only get so good and then the other shoe is going to drop and something bad is going to happen because, you know, it can, it, it can only get so good. Like good has a ceiling, right? right. You know, you're not worthy exactly. of, of having it all. Um, right. You will subconsciously, and I, I don't love using the word block, but you will subconsciously um, repel. Like you won't, you won't be able to move past that if you don't actually acknowledge that that is what's at play. Yeah. And so, 
So a lot of the work that I do now is I work very specifically with people um, in, in growing their businesses. And a lot of the coaching is working around this wealth mindset and the wealth energetics and that it is safe to, to make money, that it is a good thing, that it can be, right. that money is an amplifier. And if you're a good person, it's going to only amplify that which you already are. And you are worthy of whatever it is you want to do with that money, whether you want to start a, a 501c3 or you want to buy a yacht. It doesn't right. matter, right? <laughs> like, because I think some, some of that wrapped up in there is too, it's like I'm only worthy of wealth if I'm going to like pay it forward. And I think that's right. very, that's a beautiful thing. And I, I'm very much a proponent of that, but it's also okay to like own your desires and yes. want things that that's right. also okay to do. And again, it really comes back to tying in this, this like deep knowing that you're worthy. You're inherently worthy of those things. And I think a lot of us are walking around and we can say, oh yeah, of course I know I'm worthy, but subconsciously there's like a limit to that. Um, and yes. so that's a, that's a lot of the work that I do now. And I have since um, resigned from teaching. I'm full-time in my business. And I was a yoga teacher for 10 years. I had a wellness business for 10 years. I was mentoring um, other yoga teachers and coaches, growing their business for a few years. And even I had a lot of, uh, I guess you could say a little bit of fear around leaving that full-time job and the quote-unquote security of having a pension. And, you know, it was like I couldn't allow myself to, to dream of being just solely in my business for so long until I really had to do the mindset work um, mm -hmm. that I am worthy of that, that, that yes, I'm worthy of having my own business, of being an entrepreneur, even though... Uh, no one in my family has ever been an entrepreneur. No one else in my, I didn't learn this from anybody. This is just stuff that, you know, was part of my journey. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us, so tell us what, what is your story? So where did you start? I mean, you said you were a teacher. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I became a teacher and it was something that I always wanted to do. And then I want to say about, uh, I had started practicing yoga 20 years ago and I was just practicing and I, you know, we moved and, the area I moved to had like a different kind of yoga studio. So I learned a little bit more about the yoga philosophy and I was interested. So I became a yoga teacher and I was just doing that on the side. And I was, you know, a young mom. So I have, I have three kids mm -hmm. and I think there was a part of me that had wanted to do that full time, but there was a lot of unraveling that I had to do for myself. Cause I believed what I was taught, which is like, Oh, you shouldn't charge for this. And it, you know, but then it occurred to me one day, why is it okay for the yoga studios to charge for the training? Why, why is it okay for Lululemon to charge an exorbitant amount of money for leggings, you know? Right. And I just started questioning a lot of these things. And over time, I just, I knew more and more that I was out of, I was living out of alignment with working in my full-time job. Um, it just felt out of integrity and I just didn't want to be there anymore. And I knew I had this pull to be working as a coach and as a yoga teacher and really doing what I'm doing now. And I had to go through that process of looking at what was holding me back and doing the work there. And a lot of that work was trusting myself, learning to trust myself and doing the work to unravel a lot of these, you know, I think ways that we can look at, at money that are not helpful that, yeah. you know, like kind of demonizing money or, you know, and I think part of it too was like, Oh, I've never been wealthy. I don't come from wealth. 
And so I rejected it mm. because I had a lot of stuff tied up in like wealth, what wealth looked like, and it didn't look like me. Right. So I'm, I'm Hispanic. And so, you know, for me, there wasn't a whole lot of examples of wealthy Latin women. And most of the, right. the, the women that I did know, they were celebrity. Right. So like, oh, okay. right? Yeah, right. you know, they weren't like your average, like I'm a business owner. Right. So, um, so I didn't have a lot of examples around that. So I just didn't see it. And I, I didn't, I just believed that this was my lot, that I was just going to be a teacher and I was going to work for 30 something years until I could retire. And then I can go and like do what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I had the thought one day like that, like, wait a second, that's like a, that's, that's not true. Like, I don't actually have to wait. What if I started believing that I could make a living doing this work? And how would I behave? And and how would I think? And what really switched for me is I stopped treating this thing that I did on the side as the thing I did on the side. I really switched it in my mind that like, no, I'm actually a business owner. And I have a business and I'm a CEO. And I'm going to start treating this thing that I absolutely love to do like a business that's worthy of me and worthy of, of existing in the world. And it really changed so much for me. I started making very different decisions about what kind of workshops I created. I made very different decisions around where um, I would spend my energy. I stopped working in my teaching job after like the bell rang, essentially. I used to work mm. very late into the night, eating into my personal life, and I just stopped doing that. If it didn't happen at the full-time job, it didn't happen because when I came home, I was mom and I was working in my business. And right. that shift, I think, was made possible because I, I really believe that I was worthy to have happiness now and not delay fulfillment until I was 65 which oh, I see yeah. so many people doing. They, they, they tell themselves, oh, I'll just wait until I'm sick. I'm retired, right? I'll right. wait till when. There's always a, oh, when, when yes. this and that, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yes. you know, so that's been some of the, that's been my trajectory. And, you know, it evolved. I started really as just a yoga teacher with some classes and then it turned into workshops and trainings. And I had a bunch of yoga teachers who knew I worked full time and had a business on the side and they were they would ask me how do you do it all how do you do it all and honestly I used to shrink from that question I didn't like answering it (laughs) I was just like oh I'm not special like I'm not special (laughs) like what do you mean and then one day it dawned on me like oh they they keep asking me because they want to know so they can do it too (laughs) right and so I I decided to create a program and I had a bunch of takers I ran a yoga teacher mentorship about for four years And I had a bunch of people go through it. And part of that was helping them with their craft, but also helping them with the business side of things. And word got out. And some people that weren't yoga teachers that were coaches started asking me about, you know, could I coach them? And that's how I got here. And yeah, and it's been a ride and a half. (laughs) Yeah, I bet. Well, it's an amazing story. And, And I think it's so important that we recognize that it is okay. I mean, you, you said several things through that, you know, but one of them that really stuck out to me was that it's okay to charge for these types of services. And I think that is something that's really hard for, you know, people in this type of business to embrace and to recognize because we want to help everybody. Right. Mm -hmm. But 
but it is, I, I don't know. This is something I'm passionate about because what I have recognized is that charging doesn't only help you as the coach or the yoga teacher or whatever, it helps your client because there's something about investing in yourself that makes a difference as well, right? And so, yeah, we're worthy of wealth and we're worthy of all of that, of taking care of ourselves and we're worthy of investing in ourselves and just creating whatever we want to create in our lives. So I love that. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually was coaching a client on that very thing today about, you know, um, that it's okay to charge. And I actually asked her this question. And, and if any of your listeners, you know, are questioning, like, how do I charge? And what's the right price? And, mm-hmm. you know, if there's any ickiness, like wrapped up in wrapped up in that, energetically speaking, you're not going to be a match for people who will pay and are happy to pay those prices. And so that's one, one little thing is to like, remind yourself that people are actively looking for the very thing that you're offering. And you want to speak to those people because there are people out there who are very happy to pay for your service. And the other part of it is you know, I would even ask, um, like I asked my client to do this, like to write out what are all the reasons why it's of highest service for the client to pay, like to yes. actually put her on like, why is that of the highest service? Because we often think of service as like, oh, if I'm being of service, it has to be for free. And I'm like, no, does it mean you're not being of service because you charged? Right. Right. So it's like, what are all the reasons why it's actually the highest service to charge? And I think what you said is like, yeah, because they're not really investing. I mean, they are, there's an investment in the coach, but it's really an investment in their transformation. It's an investment in themselves. Yes. And here's what's really interesting. If you don't believe you're worthy of charging, you're going to attract clients who don't believe they're worthy of investing in themselves. Yes. Yeah. And isn't that fascinating? I, I find that so amazing because it's mm-hmm. so true. And, and as I said, the thing that I have become a believer in is that investing in yourself is so powerful, you know? Yeah. And when you are willing to invest in yourself, you create something for you that is so much better, so much deeper than when you're receiving things for free. It's, it's an investment. I mean, it's an investment, not in just money, but it's an investment in who you are and who you're going to become. Yeah. You're, you're putting time and energy into you. And I think of like when, um, you know, for my clients that struggle with like charging and charging appropriately, you know, it's such a good exercise for them to think about like, why, what are all the reasons that it's actually for the client to be paying? And like one Mm -hmm. of them, I think it's like, I know every investment I've made was like, I really put the investment in myself, but it was like, I was giving myself permission to step through the portal of transformation rather than staying on one side of it, just hoping, wishing and waiting. Like instead I, it's like, I think about like the universe is like always wants to give you what you're asking for, but it also needs to see you move. Right. Right. So like I move and then the universe moves, I move and then the universe moves in my favor. And so I think about it that way that when like when my clients 
um, when I'm on a consult and someone says like, yes, like I'm ready to do this, let's go. I'm so excited for them because just the act of investing in themselves, that's like the, that could be like the first time ever where they believe in themselves, where they're trusting themselves, where they're stepping through the portal of transformation. And Mm -hmm. I know like this is just the beginning for them and it's such an incredible moment. Um, And it really does come down to, you know, I know we were talking about like even just the worthiness to be able to charge, but to think about a client or someone who's thinking about making an investment, like you have to believe you're worthy of making that investment in yourself too. Right. Yeah. And that's huge. And I think that is, you know, that is such a huge first step for a client is Mm -hmm. to believe that it's okay. And it doesn't happen unless the coach or the teacher or the practitioner is willing to believe in themselves first right and so there's so it's just it's an it's an energetic exchange it really is and that exchange is what allows both sides to flourish yeah absolutely totally money is just energy that's how I think about it it's energy and you know there needs to be an even energetic exchange between two people And that goes back to what I was saying before. It's like you knowing that you have something to offer and there are people out there who are looking for that very thing. And so, of course, it's going to be a a natural exchange. And yeah. And I think that, you know, a lot of people think about building a business. It's like, oh, yeah, like, okay, what's my marketing strategy? And okay, do I have my offer together? And okay, what what are the steps to holding a consult or having a conversation with someone? And they're forgetting, like my philosophy is like, it's not just strategy. I go through, I 100% we cover strategy, but there's also the energetics piece of it. CEO embodiment, wealth energetics. And I think that that conversation is missing. And what really comes down is you, if you're trying to build a business, but you don't believe you're worthy, it's going to be a struggle for you to even um, say, like craft a message and then put that out online. (laughs) Right. Right. Like it's going to, it's, you're going to get stuck, right? Like, you know, it's going to be hard for you to get on a consult and try to try to have a conversation with someone on why they should trust you if you don't trust yourself. Right. Right. So this is like that internal work, um, the mindset work and the energy work that, that is really going to support and be the foundation for any strategy that you layer on top of it. Yes. That's so true. I love Mm -hmm. that. You know, and the other thing that you mentioned, and this is something that um, another lesson I had to learn was money is an amplifier as well, you know? And so you can be a coach who does everything for free and you will reach a few people, but Mm -hmm. how much more power do you have when you are a coach who has the money to get your message out to the world? And how many more people can you help if you have that power, you know? And so it's, and and I think it's just so important. I think there are so many women, especially who don't have the vision to see themselves as wealthy, who, you know, who don't have the vision to see themselves stepping into that energy and creating that life for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we've been conditioned to not make money, to, you know, not make too much of a wave and to, oh, you know, we'll just, 
oh, I only need, like, that's a really common one. Like, oh, I only need a little. Yeah. You know? And that's right. like a big sign. Like, oh, we need to coach on some money stuff. For sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're like, you know, on a concept, I, I don't want to make a whole lot. Like, I just need this to live. And I'm like, yeah, but what would like thriving look like? What does massive impact look like? So, you know, um, I'm actually rebranding my podcast as well. And I'm moving more in this direction of, you know, when you're well resourced as an entrepreneur and you are, you know, especially like the, the people in my community who like, they want to have an impact. They want to help. Like you were saying before coaches, like we go into this because we love people and mm-hmm. we've had a transformation and it's been so powerful and changed our lives that we want to like turn back and support other people in that. That's like, right. I think most of us get into it. And when you're not well resourced, meaning like you don't know if you can pay your rent, if you are going to have enough money to buy food this week. And, you know, you're kind of in that instability cycle is what I call it. You're Mm -hmm. like, you're going to be constantly in a, in a, a, like a a nervous system response, right? Where there's all this fear, there's this scarcity and you don't make good decisions. (laughs) And then you, and you end up getting burnt out because you have to like, you have to work with more people just to make, just to make it right. Right. Um, And that's like, you end up not over delivering to your clients, you're burnt out, you don't have enough, you're not being taken care of. And is that really the kind of work that you want to put out in the world? Is that really truly having an impact? Because what happened, what I see is I've helped a lot of people leave their full-time jobs and go full-time in their business. And a lot of people can't do that if they're not charging an appropriate amount that's going to help them live. And a stability cycle, when you're well-resourced, meaning your, your livelihood is well taken care of, you're thriving, you now have overflow. And with that overflow, like you get to make so many decisions about where you shop and who you give money to for, you know, charity. If you want to, like a lot of my clients, they come into my coaching container and they're like, okay, this is how much money I want to make. And when I'm making this much money, I'm going to start a 501c3. And I'm like, let's do it. They want to start these, you know, charitable organizations and give back to their community, but they cannot do that if they're worried about if they're going to get kicked out of their apartment. Right. (laughs) It says you can't do that. So to your point, when you're well-resourced and you have that overflow, you can, the, the amount of people you can impact like is so much greater. Yeah. So much greater. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely. And it's, and that's such an important thing to recognize because because it's so easy to convince ourselves that giving it all away is the best way. But when you Mm -hmm. recognize how much more impact you can have, then it's kind of a no brainer. (laughs) Like, why would we do this? You know? And the other thing too, is I think it's, um, it's just, just being able to see that your reach, I don't know, it's just that reach of, of how much more can I offer the world and how much you said this too, you know, how much can I over deliver? How do I want my clients to feel in this experience? And how do I deliver that? You know, can I deliver that if I deliver it free? Or Mm -hmm. do I need to be able to charge and charge an appropriate amount so that I can make the client's experience so much better, so much more powerful for them to give them that transformation that they're looking for. Right. Yeah. And worst case scenario, which I've heard a few times 
is, you know, people end up resenting the work that they're doing because they're, they're, they're not able to provide for themselves. They're not really oh, taking yes. care. They're not able to take care of themselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially, like they're not able right. to do that. And so, you know, they're working all these hours and like, you know, what this looks like with coaches is like, they're selling like the sessions and they're not selling like a package, not selling an offer, a transformation where they're working with one person over a long haul. Like they're selling, right. Oh, you can get a five pack or you can get a three pack, you right. know, but if you get the five pack, there's a discount. And it's like, no one wants the pack. Right. right. They want the transformation. I say exactly. the same thing. I blow my, when I, you know, I have yoga teachers too, who I tell them like, you know, really thinking about it, like a coaching package where you're working with someone for an extended amount of time, because nobody wants the, like the yoga, like it's like, they want the benefit of the yoga. Right. Definitely. You know, yeah. so like they don't want the three pack or the five pack. They just want to know, like at the end of all the time working with you, what result can they expect? And when you're not thinking about it in that terms and you're trying to sell these like sessions, what happens is you fill your calendar and then like you can't even keep your head straight. You're running from one client to the next to the next and you're going to just get into like burnout mentally, emotionally, physically and spiritually and energetically. And that's not that's not good for you. And it's certainly not good for your clients either, because like, let's be real, who wants the burnt out? coach, the burnt right. out yoga teacher or health right. coach, right? The burnt out health coach. It's like, right. like it's like all, all of those are oxymorons. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So let me ask you this, just to, mm-hmm. to change direction just a little bit. Sure. So how, how does a woman know that she's worthy of creating wealth? Oh, it's a decision. <laughs> okay. I'm so waving my me- magic wand, everyone. You're worried. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Because you're here. Like truly deeply. There's no, there's under no circumstance. There's no, there's no circumstance. There's no outlier. There's a core truth about every human being on this planet is that you are infinitely worthy of wealth. And you get to decide what that looks like, right? Like I don't tell my clients what wealth needs to look like for them. They get to decide what abundance looks like, what prosperity looks like, what thriving looks like, and what wealth looks like. But you are 100% deserving of it. Yes. And I yeah. agree 100%. And I think, I think, you know, a lot of my audience are not actually coaches or business mm-hmm. owners. Some of them are. But I think that it's so important to recognize that no matter who you are, mm-hmm. you are worthy of creating whatever you want you're worthy of having the life that you want to live and Mm -hmm. and you can do that you you have everything inside of you that you need in order to do that yeah this could look like you know if 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 a lot of your listeners are you know um they're not coaches and they're looking at life coaching and thinking about working with someone you know this applies even though I may have lended it more through the lens of you know business coaches and uh, Mm -hmm. business coaching And, um, you know, it's still in your career, you know, do you believe you're worthy of the promotion? Do you believe that you are worthy of marching into your boss's office and having a conversation about wanting a raise and what comes up for you just hearing that, right? (laughs) You know, like that that just triggers something. And you know, what's fascinating. Um, the more I do this work, there's so many similarities between, um, money coaching and wealth coaching and money energetics with relationships. So like a lot mm. of what I just said, you could apply that to relationships. You believe that you want, 
Like not right. just settling. Oh, I'll just take the whoever is willing to hang out with me. Right? No, like who's who do you really want to be with? Do you believe that you're worthy of having that relationship? Right? Yes. And it, yeah. you know, it it's it's it may have been through the lens of wealth, but there's a lot of ways that you can look at your own life and like where are the areas in your life that you are holding back your own desires. Like I talk so much about pleasure and women owning their desires. Like it's mm-hmm. been something that I talk about a lot because I think as women, like we we tend to um, we tend to shy away from that conversation of like what would please me, what would bring me pleasure, what is my actual desire. I always right. used to joke. I do these like talks with um, yeah, I do these like talks in person. And one of the talks that always goes over really well with people, it's like, you know, I kind of joke when I'm like, when was the last time somebody asked you, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, who do you want to be? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, we, we ask that question of the 15, 16, 17-year-old. And then it's like you peaked at 20. You can't ask that question anymore or something, right? You know? And <laughs> right. I'm like, what does the 16-year-old know? <laughs> you know? Right, exactly. So, so I, you know, when, I, when I'm doing these talks, I have women in, who, are, who are in my audience who are in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, 50s. I'm going to be 40 in February. I ask myself, what, what do I want to do when I grow up? Like, where do I want to go? And who do I want to be? What do I want to do? Like, where, like who do I want to meet? Like, these yes. are questions that... You know, we didn't peak when we were 16 years old. And I know so much more now than I did then. And I think there's questions that you can ask yourself so, like, every so often, like, just check in and make sure that you're, like, actually owning your desires, like, whatever that looks like for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we, this podcast, we named it Worthy of Wealth, but I think that it could be worthy of abundance, right? Because... Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't matter what wealth looks like for you, you're worthy of it, right? It can yeah. be it can be whatever area of your life you want, you can have and you can create. And I so agree. It's like I'm in my fifties, and I mean my business is only a few years old. You know, I I didn't mm-hmm. start it when I was sixteen. I wish I had, but I know, right? (laughs) Where would I be now, right? Yeah. But I think, but I think it's so, you know, for me, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I get to create this amazing business and help people and do all of these things. And I'm in my 50s. And what else do I get to do because I've created this business, you know? And so there's so much that you know, life just keeps going and keeps getting better. And there's so much available to us that mm-hmm. is ours for the taking if we believe that we're worthy. Yes, absolutely. And like, it's never too late to pivot, right? Like, I think it's so great that you shared that. Like, you're in your 50s. You just started your business a few years ago. You you pivoted, you know? Yeah, I, piv- I pivoted. It's never, it's never too late right? to, to pivot, Right. right. And to stay curious about what you actually want. Right. Yeah. And I love that. So mm-hmm. I love this message. I so appreciate you coming and being here today to share this with us. Um, so I always leave my audience with an affirmation at the end of our episode. So do you have an affirmation that you would like to share today? Yes, I do. I actually have two. And okay. one of them I had for so I've had forever, like since I was probably young, which is I have this very firm belief that like I always figure it out. Like just yes. it doesn't matter what it is. I'll always I'll figure it out. 
I love that. (laughs) Um, And then the other one, which I've been playing around with for the last few years is, you know, there is something larger at play and it's always in my favor. That is a great one. I yeah. love that. I, I have, I have a similar affirmation. That's just, everything is always working out for me. And mm. I always know that whatever it is, it's going to work out. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Awesome. Thank you for being here and for sharing your message. If someone wants to reach out to get a hold of you, to work with you or to learn more about what you do, how would they do that? Yeah. Thank you so much um, for sharing the platform and and allowing me to come on the podcast too. I really appreciated it. And I just had a lot of fun. So yeah, if you're, if you're interested in connecting with me, I'm on Instagram at Denise Veneri. You can also check out my website, which is www.deniseverneary.com. Hopefully you'll link to that in the show notes. I know the last name's a doozy. Yes. (laughs) And currently my podcast is called Making the Shift and that's on all um, podcasting platforms. You can find it there. Making the Shift. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes. And I will put all of your contact information in the show notes. So if you are interested in talking to Denise further, you can find the information there. Yeah. Thank you so much. I had so much fun. Yes. Thank you. And have a fabulous day, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for being here today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow, rate, and review to help me get the word out. And if you really enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot and share it on social media. Thanks again for spending a few minutes in my world.